Wah, wah, wah. Okay. We're back. The doctor of crazy is in the house. Mr. Excitement himself. If you guys and girls have never seen me do TV shows, ho, ho, if you missed a lot of fun, I am too much fun for one person. I am bursting with fresh fruit flavor just for you. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so let's go back to Rolexes. This is just getting more and more. I mean, I'm doing more and more episodes on trying to buy a Rolex, and it keeps getting more and more difficult to find and price and do all these things. So anything I can do to help is my pleasure. Okay, so where were we last time? We were talking about um, where to buy. So let's keep going. Um, I'll tell you a story. I went to a very large shopping network uh, in the South. And I went in there and interviewed with them. And I said, you know, I could run your entire watch department for you because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. And they did not trust the people that they had showing watches because they didn't know any, know anything about watches. They were just talking heads trying to sell something. And it's not easy. People want to know more information, especially when you're buying pre-owned. What's the history? What's the condition? What's it worth? Yada, yada, yada. What does it do? And if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know anything about watches and brands and so on, it's not that simple. Yes, you can sell some, but you're not going to sell tons. So long story short, I flew back there. I sat with these people. And what they wanted me to do was they wanted me to double the price on every watch coming through my hands to put on the air. And I said, that's impossible. No one's going to pay that. I never did that. I always marked it up a small percentage just to keep going. But they want to double. So think about it. Say I pay 8000 for a Rolex. That means I got to sell for sixteen. No way. I told them there's no way. And this idiot's arguing with me. Oh, well, we've been doing it in every watch we show. Every single watch goes. And I went, hey, good for you, but I don't think you're going to be able to sustain it. And guess what? They didn't. That's the story of my career in life. I always see the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I try to explain it to these people that are trying to go around me or copy me isn't going to work, and it never has, and it never will. The problem is people don't want to pay for my expertise. They don't want me to make a living. They want me to work for free. That's why I'm not doing shows as we speak, simply because I'm not doing it to knock my brains out and do all this work for nothing. And that's exactly what they want. Go kill yourself so we can make a buck. Not doing it. And I was very disappointed. I felt really bad. You know, why did you bring me down here? For what? you know, to humiliate me or, or tell me that, you know, I'm not doing it the way you want to do it. Excuse me. I'm the one who started watches on TV. I'm the one who sold millions of dollars. Who are you? So I had to talk to this yo-yo who uh, thought he knew something because he's been in the business a long time. His family's got stores and so on. But I'm telling you, this guy was so rude, so rotten. I couldn't believe it. And that's why I didn't go and do something because I could have easily BS them and said, sure, I'll do it. No problem. And then I would have been out because it wouldn't have worked and it isn't going to work. It's not a candidate for that. The way you have to do it when you're TV is you don't go per item. You go total. How much per hour, how much per show, 
not, oh, I have to double on this watch. Forget it. You can't do it. I wouldn't pay it. Why would you? You're not dumb. If you're listening to me, I know you're not dumb. So you got to do some of the things. Um, and you, that means you guys out there have to be prepared for that. That's why I'm here to guide you. If you know what the list is, you know where you should be. Like, for example, if a new list watch is 5,900, I would really like to be on a pre-owned at 50% or less. Now, I know that's impossible today, but that was always my rule of thumb. I would always try to put up watches at about half price. And then if you made me an offer from there, I'd see if I could work it out. But, you know, a $7,000 Rolex brand new, I can put up a $3,500. That's a fair deal in good shape, cleaned up with a warranty. There's no way you could get 50% off a new watch. It's impossible. So you got to kind of look at what you're getting, where you're getting it. You got to be careful. Um, I'm not giving out names. I'm not here to, um, you know, put people down. I'm only reporting what happened to me and I'm leaving the names because I could tell you bad stories all day long. That's why I'm telling you to watch out. That's why I'm guiding you. That's why I'm here telling you don't make the same mistakes I've made and everybody else has made. I didn't make them very often, but dealing with the wrong people, that's a baddie. You know, like I told you about the watchmaker I gave my watch to, and it took them a year and a quarter, which was just ridiculous. I mean, give me a break. You know, if you can't do it in a month or two, give up, call it, you know, call it over, say, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And then fine, I'll go somewhere else or I'll see what I can dump it if I have to. Okay. So let's go back to Rolexes. So we're looking for Rolexes. We're trying to figure out what we want. Do we want to pay the price of new? That's another one. If you like a watch new and you can get it for list price, that's a much better deal than paying way over list or buying a pre-owned watch near list price of a new watch. I would be very, very cautious uh, when it comes to that. So let's say we want a date just. Do we want gold and steel? Do we want just steel? Do we want the Jubilee bracelet? I've seen it with the Heavy Oyster also, which I like better. But the Jubilee bracelet's beautiful when it's new. Problem is when it gets old and stretched out, it's not so beautiful and it stretches easy. So that's kind of what you want to look at. Um, is it something, a watch you're going to just use for, you want to look sporty or be sporty? Then you want to look at Submariners and that sort of thing. And they're expensive. They're not cheap. And is it that much better than a date chest? No, not really. Movements are very close. It's not like they put that much more into a Submariner. It's just the look. It's just the design. You can also dive deeper. Now, most people don't realize this, but you can go down with a date just to 300 feet. You can. 100 meters, no problem. It's water resistant. Just because it doesn't say Submariner doesn't mean you can't do it. Now, I would tell you not to do it. I know I'm being blasphemous. I'm sure there's people saying, well, if I'm buying a water resistant watch, why can't I go down deep in the water? Why can't I take a shower? Why can't I get into my spa? And I'll tell you why. Number one, unless it's brand new, you don't know if it's still water resistant. And if you go to find out and it's not, your watch is ruined. You get water in those things. If you don't service them immediately, your movement's cooked. It's really bad. So I wouldn't take a chance. 
especially when a service these days on a Rolex is 800 to a thousand bucks plus parts. I don't know that I'd want to take a chance. Now you can take the watch and have it pressure tested, which means they put it in a jar of water and they pump it up so that air gets in there. And if there's any leaks, it's going to show. And they use the case without the movement, of course, to see if it leaks. And if it doesn't leak, they put the movement in bingo. You got to watch that's good to whatever feet or meters you want it to. So I would tell you, it's not worth it to me. I do not wear any watch into the water. Why take a chance? I, it happened to me years ago where I wore a watch and water got into it. I had to buy a whole new movement and I was really miffed. It was expensive. So I would be careful. Just because Rolexes are so durable and strong and all, it doesn't mean you want to beat the hell out of them. You want to take care of them. When you see a pre-owned Rolex that looks like brand new, it's because somebody took care of it. Somebody didn't go beating the hell out of it. Somebody took it off their wrist when they went and did work, which I espouse a million percent. If you're going to work, take the watch off your wrist. If it's something you're going to be doing physical labor or reaching into things where it could get scratched. Because once you get a deep scratch, forget it. It's hard to get out. Impossible sometimes to get out. Buying a new case is out of the question. How are you going to feel with a big scratch forever on your watch and you no one can get it out? That would be bad or a gash. So it's better not to do those things. So now let's look at some of the other Rolexes. I mean, we looked at Datejust already. Datejust are great watch, no question about it. But let's say I want something different. Let's say I want a two-tone Datejust. If you go for the earlier ones, let me see what this one is. Okay, this is doesn't look like a two-tone to me. I don't know, it says two-tone, but I don't see that it is. Um, yeah, I guess these are two tones, some of these. So let's see what they are. I'm going by reference numbers, by the way. Okay, so this is expensive. This is a two-tone Rolex Datejust with a smooth bezel. The bezel is the part around the crystal. And in Rolexes, it's inter integrated into the watch. It holds the crystal in and makes it water resistant. So it's very important, that bezel, even though I know you think it's beautiful, has to be pushed down with great force. Um, this, the date just was the first wristwatch that had a date function. Okay. That's very important. Nobody had dates on watches until the date just, which came out in 1945, but it didn't get big till the fifties. It is the most popular watch sold by Rolex. Okay. So that's very important. Very important. And they used to have 14 karat gold date just and stainless. Now it's all 18. Um, but remember, 18 is soft. Let's talk about gold here. Let's talk about gold for a minute. Gold, if it's solid gold, it's 24 karat and it's very soft. That's just nuts. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the price of this date just thirteen thousand four fifty or five fifty for these stupid date just. I just cannot believe it. I just cannot believe it. They used to list when I back in the day they were listing at uh, fifty eight hundred sixty something sixty two hundred. Now they're double that. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But what does that tell you? People want it. People will pay. They'll pay through the nose. So you're looking at like 13, 
13,000 for a new Rolex two-tone men's, which is insane. So that means if it were pre-owned, I would say 50% or less. So at 13,000, you're looking at 65 to $6,800, which is about what they're going for, believe it or not. You can do better. But remember, brand new, they're bigger. In some cases, you can get the older size brand new too, but the new size is bigger. And they're fresh. They come with box. They come with papers. They come with everything. But I still think pre-owned is a much smarter way to go. Much smarter. You can you can definitely get something for about 50%. 6,500, no problem. No problem. I don't think so. Yeah, like here's an older one. Looks like a it looks like a plastic crystal, which remember you don't want 4,500. I mean, it depends. Let's talk about plastic crystals. I know I've talked about it a couple times. There's two kinds of crystals on these watches. There's acrylic, which is plastic and there's sapphire, which is a hardened uh, gem material. And sapphire lasts a lot longer, looks a lot better. Doesn't scratch easily. Plastic does everything the wrong way. In the old days, it was much better than glass. Because remember, glass was what they used and they broke. Now, uh, they use sapphire. They don't use glass anymore. Very rare. And if they do, it's like an address, an antique watch, and they can have the glass crystals cut. So you really want sapphire. So that would be my minimum for one of these older watches would be 90s. I'd want a sapphire 90s, 2000s at 50% or less of list, which is... That would be a good deal. I have news for you. That, especially the way things are going now. That wouldn't be such a bad idea and such a bad deal. And then you got to find, again, you have to find a good dealer. Not that easy to find a decent dealer. A lot of these dealers are buggers. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. And I'm sure I'm not going to be popular with a lot of dealers that want to rip you off. Okay, okay, too much fun. You are having way too much fun. Can't do that. You're not allowed to have them. I am. I can have all the fun I want. Nah, 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 nah. Okay, so when you look at the pre-owned market, you're going to see a lot of dates, date just, oyster perpetuals. You're not going to see as many submariners, um, explorers, and those things. They're just not around. Wow. Here, this is like my watch. Rolex Perpetual, 14 karat solid gold. It's nice. You could do a lot. If you want to buy solid gold, you could do a lot better than buying a president, which lists at 38 to 60,000 these days. Used to be, in my day, it was 18,000. A lot of money. You can do a lot better. You could buy a date. Or if you want the same thing as a sub, as a uh, president, you could buy a Submariner in solid gold. You could buy a, I like the Datejust. I think the Datejust for the money rocks, beats them all. And again, it's their most popular watch. So there's a reason. So I would look at a solid gold Datejust, which you can get. Let me see if I can find one. Let me see if I can find one. 
think I think I can. 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 Okay, let's see. All right, here we go. Um. Okay, two tones, really nice ones are going for like here's a pretty good one, seven thousand. Not bad. I mean, it is bad, but not in today's market. We haven't even got to ladies yet. That's a, for another day. We'll do ladies. Okay, so here's one. That's really nice, but I got a feeling that the uh, band is not right. Yeah, it's beautiful. Now, remember, a date just is the same exact size as a president. There's no difference. Okay, let's see. The bracelet. Um, this is a ladies? I think it's a ladies. Yeah, this is a ladies watch. It's not a man's watch. Nope, we want a man's. We men want to be men, and ladies should stay ladies. Ladies, see, a ladies solid gold oyster perpetual date just is the president for a lady. They don't have the day on the ladies. They do not. Um, but I'm looking for the man's, which is pretty rare. A man's solid gold date just is, you don't see them very often, and I don't even see one right now looking around, and I'm looking. I'm really looking. Now, with the ladies, they came in two different bracelets, three different bracelets. They had the, the Oyster, which is the flat link. They had Jubilee, which is the big one. And then the presidential bracelet's the same as the man's, just smaller for a lady. Um, let's see. Now, let's see if this is a man's. I'm just trying to get an idea. No, I think that's a lady's. Well, if you can find one, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah, it's a ladies' watch. Now, here's one that's got a five-year warranty. I don't know if they're legit, but I like the idea of a five-year warranty. I'll tell you that. Let's see if I can find a man's. This is all I've got is ladies. i got to find a man's. Man's. The hell? All right, so I'm about to look and see if there's any. Okay, so I don't really see any. Original Rolex Gold President Band. That looks real. Yep, there's one. Okay, here's a gold date just 15,000 with a President Band. It's a bark finish band, which is a mess. Actually, yeah, it's got a weird bezel, which I like a strange bezel. 15 grand I want. So considering that in my day, a president was 18, 15 is pretty high, but it's a hell of a lot less than a, a regular new uh, president, which is 40 to 60,000. Not a bad deal. Here's another one, 13,000. Okay, so if you're stuck that you really want solid gold and you don't want to spend the money for a president, I would tell you, check out a date just in solid gold. And if you really want to spend money and get something really beautiful, think about one of the sport watches like a Submariner, a GMT, an Explorer, a Yachtmaster in solid gold. Yes, they're expensive, but they are stunning. In so I mean, gorgeous in solid gold. They beat the hell out of a president in my book. They're a little more sporty, but we're talking about solid gold bracelets, solid gold, everything. Gorgeous. Do I see any? No. 
but they're around. You just, again, patience wins the day. Without being patient, you're going to run off, either miss something or buy the wrong thing. Take your time and immerse yourself in Rolex culture, Rolex types, Rolex kinds, prices, dealers, everything. Take the time. It will pay off. It'll pay dividends if you take the time to learn what to do and where to do it and what to buy. Okay. So, um, hopefully I've helped you a little bit. Let me keep going. Let's talk about sport watches cause they are, they have gone absolutely mad. Pricing is just crazy. GMT is like incredible. 9,500 for a GMT. Oh my God, he's some for $2,000. That's amazing. Daytona's, forget it. They used to retail at $5,600 and now they retail at thirteen dollars to 17000 And the better ones are even more. I got to look and see what these are. Okay, so a two-tone Rolex. Cosmograph Daytona. The real name's a Cosmograph Daytona. The list price is $17,400. That's for a two-tone. Used to be like $5,800. Crazy! Okay, and a stainless steel Daytona, which is what everybody wants anyhow, is $13,150. Now, they've never really gone for list. In my day, the list price was $5,600. Now, list price was $13,000. What does that tell you? It's gone way up. So, if you're sitting on one and you paid $5,600, definitely worth more than what you paid. Depending on condition, of course. So buying a Rolex is an interesting proposition. You're going to pay to get Rolex. Now, I have Rolexes. I've owned tons of them. Are they that good? Are they worth paying through the nose? And my answer is no. They really are not. If you're dying on a, to get a Rolex, you've always had your heart set on a Rolex, and you've seen them on TV, and you've seen people wearing them, go for it. But is it really worth all that money? No. But if you're going to buy one watch, you're not going to collect. You're just going to buy a watch to wear. Rolex is a great choice. Just be prepared to pay. And where do you get it? If you ask for discounts, a lot of places will say no, and they might even throw you out. Because the thinking is, if you want a Rolex, you better be prepared to pay for it. And you better have the money to pay for it, or else you're wasting your time wasting your time. So my suggestion would be, if you really want a Rolex, would be to look at a 90s or above. And then you got to start looking at the condition of the band. Is it the band you want? Is it the dial you want? You can always have in mind that you could pay whatever it is and then change the band or change the dial. You got to figure that into the cost. Dials are not real expensive. To change the dial is not going to cost more than... I don't know, two to 500 bucks. And when you're spending 13,000, what the hell? What's, what's the big deal? People don't realize that you can trick out, change a Rolex, adapt it, do all kinds of things to it. People don't realize they're afraid. It's like taking your car and saying, I want to have it painted a different color. I'm sick and tired of this color. It's a big deal with a car. But with a watch, it's really not. You have to find the parts. That's the problem I always have, is trying to find the parts you're missing. 
Sometimes they're not available. With Rolex, they are. The reason you can find Rolex parts so easy is because Rolex has made so many watches. There's so many Rolexes that said they make a million a year and it's still not enough. The other companies don't make anywhere near that. They make little amounts, especially the high-end companies. Rolex has it going. They've got volume. They've got the quality. They've got the pricing. they got it all going on in their favor. Not in your favor, in their favor. Plus, they advertise. And advertising makes a huge difference. If you remember, if you're older like me, <laughs> you remember the 80s. Concord did a number on advertising that you cannot believe in. Concords were extremely popular. They made the world's thinnest watch. They made the Mariner. Everybody wanted them. And they were a nice, nice watch for the time. No, they weren't a Rolex. But then again, they weren't as expensive. Um, there's all kinds of stuff going on. So what do you do? What do you do? You buy yourself a Rolex if that's what you really want. But you got to be careful where and how you buy. You got to look at condition. You got to look at warranty. I mean, I've gone over this stuff over and over and over. Also, a, a mistake I've made in the past is I have bought watches that turned out to be too small and I didn't realize it or too big and I didn't realize it. Be really careful of the size. If they tell you it's a 41 millimeter, take a ruler in millimeters and look at what 41 would be diameter on your wrist. Is it going to be too big? Is it going to be too small? You know, a 34 millimeter Rolex might be smaller. Is that the case? So you have to kind of figure these things out before, because a lot of times you're buying without seeing it in person. So you better know what you're getting. Now, when I was doing shows, I always tried to show as close up as I could every corner all the way around the inside, the droop on the band, everything. If you looked, you paid attention or you asked me, I would show it even more. I don't care. I want you to know what in the hell you're getting. I don't want any surprises. I used to always say, this is the only place where you see something, a watch, and it's going to look better in person than it does here on TV. And I stand by that because TV cannot do justice to the quality of these watches and the detail. Yeah, you get an idea, but when you get it home and you look at it and you put a magnifying glass or a loop and really look at it, oh my gosh, it's got so much going for it such beauty you can't really see so you've got to know what the watch should look like before you buy it you kind of buy on faith almost well you know you see a picture now there are people and i'm not going to name anybody but there are people that that will show you one thing and sell you another give you another bait and switch i've known people uh in the business that did that not for watches but for other collectibles they would show you one thing and then they'd sell you something show you something else or send something else and say screw it this is what you ordered. And then you're fighting with them to get your money back. If you can get your money back, a lot of these places you can't. So you got to be very careful. A lot of places are going to tell you, oh, no, no, you got to take a credit and buy something else. What is your return policy if I'm not happy with this? Very, 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 very important. What do you do? You know, you want to get stuck chasing people? It's really a bad situation when you have a watch and you're not happy with it, it came busted or damaged or who knows what, and they're giving you the runaround, a hard time, that's not good. You don't want to be in that position if you can help it. You really don't. You want to have a good experience and be happy from beginning to end. And that's what I always strive to do. 
was to give people a really good experience. They would come back for more because if you're happy, you're going to tell your friends, you're going to tell your family, you're going to come back. Like I've come back. Like I told you about this, um, this dealer in Japan that I bought from. And I was so pleased. I came back a second time. And then I read all kinds of bad stuff about the guy. And I wrote it all in there and I went, what are you guys talking about? This guy's great. I had no problem. It was absolutely stress-free transaction. Everything he said was right on the money. Better. See, I always like to promise less and deliver more. Tell you it's going to take longer, deliver quicker. Tell you it's going to be this, do it better. I feel, I try to treat people the same way I want to be treated. If they're legit, if they're jokers, different story. I don't have time, too busy to play. I've seen all the games or most of them and I don't want to play. So you got to be earnest when you're out trying to get a deal on a watch and you're trying to negotiate something. They have to realize that you're real. Now I'm going to tell you another quick story and then we're going to end this. Um, I wanted to buy something. This was on uh, Craigslist and it wasn't a watch. And I got a hold of this guy and I said, I want to buy your item. And, you know, I'm on the West Coast. He was on the East Coast and he blew me off. And later he said to me, I thought you were a scammer. I really did. I thought you weren't real. So here's the credibility idea right off the bat. Are you credible? Can they see that you're serious? If, if you have a bad reputation or things are following you that are bad, not good. All right. So I got to go, everybody. Thank you so very much. Um, this is Lee Jackson your favorite watch guy saying, see you later, everybody. Have a great one. I'll talk to you later.